Do you have any uh, moves? I got the moves. I have some moves. I'm out of moves. You ain't got nothing better to do. Hey, look, I'm a loser. Okay? You just gave me an idea. For sure. It's the No Moves Podcast. Yo, it's your boy Kylan. Yo, it's your boy Lil Meech. <laughs> and we back with the No Moves Podcast. Episode 8, we in the building. Talk to me one more time. Talk to me nice, yo. Talk to me nice. Talk to me filthy. That's the type, <laughs> that's the type of energy that that's I'm the bringing. Energy you want today. That's the type of energy. Talk to me filthy. Don't uh, talk to me nice. Don't 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 play games. I'm a grown ass man. Hey yo, Trojan. Um, you got a potential sponsor in your hands. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, <laughs> yo, Trojan, if you want to slide the condoms my way, I'll take everything you got. But don't don't don't. Not the slim ones. Not the uh. What's the, the extra thin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Extra, extra thin joints. Them shits are scared. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're doing me a favor, nigga? I'm still wearing a condom. Stop. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Right. Shits is, is scary as fuck. Yeah, but we back with the eighth podcast. We getting close to the big 1-0. Yeah. We about to 1-0. Oh, I thought you said one oh one double O. For a second. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We're not there yet. <laughs> we 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 not gonna make it if y'all keep putting up the numbers you do. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, we, we keep we keep we do keep growing in listeners. We keep getting back. So a few few more. So keep like liking us liking and subscribing, y'all. Nah, fuck yeah, niggas. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, keep liking, subscribing. Uh. Keep listening at the very least. Yeah, I'll take. We ain't got no moves, so we don't got zero. We got we don't got zero moves, and we don't got no news. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting here for how long trying to decide what to talk about? I know, bro. At least an hour. I know. At least an hour. We was like, "What the fuck?" I don't know how. I don't know how people do podcasts. Bro. <laughs> this shit is kind of difficult. This is kind of difficult. Weekly podcast. Weekly shit not happening. Yeah, no. I said, uh, "Trump, it's time to bomb something. We need to talk about it." Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, it, you you really gotta you really gotta scout the news sources, see what's real, see what's legit, see what, see what you want to talk about. I mean, some some of it's kind of repetitive, like exactly. Like if you go on CNN, they just gonna talk about oh man, look at the uh, the Russia, Russia this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, collusion. I'm exactly. Like, Listen, if this nigga is not getting impeached, <laughs> if we was if we was CNN, this would be easy. <laughs> first I get up, you know. First I get up, give you the wedding. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's Kylan, you know. Sunny outside today with a, a chance of showers. That's what they always say. You know what I'm saying? They lying. They lying. You know this. <laughs> You know they lie when they say that shit. Chance for showers in the afternoon. Bitch, that shit is Yo, every day. What is with you and the weather people, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> they go to school. Yeah, okay. They have degrees. So okay? That's so, 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 pulling them out of the ass. There's so some science what, behind it. What you guys don't know is that I fucking hate these weather niggas, bro. <laughs> they be making a living off of nothing, nigga. They be saying the same shit every day. They be oh like this, they be God. like this. It's gonna be 40 degrees outside today, so make sure you give your kid a coat so they can wear it to the bus stop. <laughs> nigga, what? Nigga, I'm gonna give my kid a coat. Come on, son. Come on, son. Let me say the most obvious son. shit. It'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like, about to, it'd be about to rain. Cloudy as shit. Windy as fuck outside. They'd be like this. Chance of rain 50% uh, in the next hour. Nigga, what? 
You can give me a hundred percent chance in that hour. Listen, you gotta give me certainty so at dis- some point. You so disrespectful. The weather niggas you never so give me certainty. You need to give them more credit, son. The, the weather niggas never give me certainty. The weather niggas, if they say it's gonna rain, it's it, they never give me a hundred percent chance. Have they ever said hundred percent chance? Yeah, I'm probably sure they said hundred percent. No, fuck them. <laughs> 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 they be like this. They be like this. First of all, first of all, see, this is some shit that I didn't want to get into. Oh my god! But because of the nature of a podcast, I can, and so I will. First of all, okay, why are you measuring? Your vibe? Why, your vibe? why are you measuring shit in inches? All right, now let me explain. <laughs> can I explain? This nigga, this nigga, this nigga, me just confused. Oh my god! Let me explain. They, they tell, oh my god! They tell me this. Uh, six inches of rain come this afternoon, so make sure <laughs> that you are home for the evening. It's gonna be a downpour. Yo. Now, what the fuck am I supposed to glean from that? Six inches of rain. Six inches what of rain. What am I supposed to get from that? It's a lot of rain, man. No, 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 no. no. What am I supposed to get? Am I am, so after it rains six inches? Am I allowed to go outside and measure that? No, son. What? What? What are you measuring? How does that matter? What does that mean? You're a weather person, right? It's your I job. Think it means snow. I don't know if I'd say no six inches. No, they be saying six inches of rain. They don't say rain. I swear. Son, you are capping. I am not capping. Listen, 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 listen. So they do like this. Six inches of rain, right? They say six inches of rain. And what I'm trying to get at is it's the job of the weather person to take their knowledge, whatever knowledge they might have, which might be none, but we'll say that, you oh know. Oh my god. We'll, we'll say we'll say they have some knowledge. It's their job to take that knowledge. And translate it so that the average viewer can understand how, what the weather is going to be for the day of the week. Correct? Son, I'm listening so to when you. So when you say six inches of rain, that don't mean shit Listen, to me. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. But I ain't never heard a weatherman say six inches of rain. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. Six inches of rain. I heard six inches of snow. I never heard six inches of rain. That's why you can't. <laughs> no, you fucking <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting hysterical. Now you're not going to let you get away with this. I'm getting hysterical. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. Six inches of rain, right? All right. So this is, this is, oh my. let me ask you a question. When they ask, what is the average rainfall in America for the year? How do they measure it, dickhead? They measure it in inches, dickhead. Come on, son. They be like this. Oh, yes. Uh, South America gets 64 inches of rain on average annually. Do, do they not? Okay, but... Uh, okay. They do. Excuse they, me? Yes. Okay, I'll give you that. That's all I need right. to hear. Listen, 64 sounds like a legit number. It's not like you make this shit up, man. I just made that shit up, and it sounded legit, didn't it? <laughs> Put me on the winner. Put me on CNN. Oh, Put whatever, me on ABC. Man. Oh, man. Whatever. God. See? Okay, so... Uh, we're not going to agree on that. Let's see if we can find some common ground in the first topic that we picked for the day because we're not doing we're not doing news we're not doing updates we're not doing <laughs> shit like that today really we're just doing you know debates and talking points and the first thing that me and Mitch was really disagreeing on is what was better Endgame or Infinity War so if you guys are familiar with this I don't know how you couldn't be but this is Marvel this is their uh, the last two Avengers movies they came out back to back in terms of years one came out in 2018 summer one came out in 2019 summer and the first one was Infinity War. That's when Thanos comes out looking like Debo. And, and the second one was Endgame. And that's when, spoiler alert, uh, they killed Thanos and Captain Marvel is about to lead a new freaking Avengers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Iron Man died. Yeah. 
what, what what movie do you think is better? Uh, Meech. I'm going with Infinity War, man. Infinity War. I, I enjoyed Infinity War more than Endgame. Not to say Endgame was a bad movie, but I think Infinity War was way better. Alright. And you know what? It's, in terms of what's a better movie, I have to go with... I don't care. So, so if I was talking to Drew, he would be like... Oh, well, it's all subjective. I don't want to hear that shit this week. Y'all heard that shit last week, okay? Oh, well, it's just your opinion. I don't want to hear it. This is what I want to get into. Um, if it, it's a better movie, I think Endgame's a better movie, not only because it has, uh, you know, I don't care about all the movie tropes. I'm not a movie guy. Like, I'm not like a like a movie scientist or whatever. But it made me feel better, and it ended the character arcs better. That's all I have to say. Endgame is a better movie because it's a better ending. It's an ending. Infinity War don't give you shit. Listen. And that's what you like? It does give you shit, okay? Infinity War was the culmination of, what, what? I'll say 10 years of storytelling. Stop it. Culmination? Culmination, yes. Use that word very carefully. Yes, it was a culmination. Meaning that for 10 years, you know, we were introduced to all these different characters. Iron Man. First it was Iron Man. Then it was the Hulk. Thor. Captain America. And then, you know, they, I mean, he was he was briefly seen, but you know, he, mostly in Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy movies like that. You know, we've always we've always you know been aware of Thanos' presence, but we just didn't know we couldn't we didn't know how powerful he was. This guy, listen, let me tell you something. That first couple minutes in Infinity War. That's oh my no! Is that, that is in one the first of the couple minutes in Endgame. Yes, no, but listen, no, listen, it, listen. You no, 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 I, no. Listen, hear me out. Thanos, okay. Thanos, they just decimated, you know, the whole ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Thanos is feeling himself. He's like, oh yeah. Thanos is like, when he beat that damn Hulk. When he beat the Hulk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you fuck around, no, 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 no. Hit me out. 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 When when Thanos was just like, oh man, y'all, y'all should just give up. (laughs) And Loki was like, like, wait, you spoke too soon. We have the Hulk. And you know what I'm saying? The Hulk started punching them, and we all thought, yeah, Hulk, go get him, son. Go get him, man. I like that. Do your thing. And then then Thanos, I'm saying, block one of the hits. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, Hulk, I, I think Thanos is the first guy Hulk couldn't, like, overpower. And Hulk is just looking at him. He's like, oh, damn, it's about to be a long day. <laughs> and then, right. That puts you, that, 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 emotionally, that, had, that, that was like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? I said it there. I'm like, yo, he just bitched the Hulk. <laughs> all then, these years, the whole mission, all these, all the God or whatever. The Hulk has been bitched. And then, he bitched Thor. He bitched Thor. And he killed Loki. He killed Loki. He killed, um, what's that guy Idris Elbow plays? Who's that guy? Uh, like the watch guy. The like watch the guy. guy. You yeah. see everything. Yeah. And then, Heimdall. Heimdall, Heimdall. And then, you know what I'm saying? Heimdall manages to, you know what I'm saying, shoot Bruce Banner away. You know what I'm saying? And we fast forward to Doctor Strange. They just minded the business. All of a sudden, it's just, it's just escalated. Through the sky. It's just escalated. Escalated, and then, you know what I'm saying? Bruce Banner crash lands, and they're like, 
And like, nigga, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> and then he's like, yo, Thanos is coming. <laughs> Thanos is coming. So. Damn, that's a good ass argument. That's a good and from here on there, it wasn't. I mean, to me, it well, was. Let me, let me ask you this: that was a good, that was a good start for uh, Infinity War, but I'm gonna I have to argue that Endgame had a better introduction. The first minutes of Endgame were better than the first minutes of Infinity War. And I'll tell you why. Let me describe it, okay? For, uh, the whole first act is just full of uh, what the fuck is going on. The whole first act is just full of dead. Am I watching the right? Am I in the right theater? What am I watching right now? So, what happens first? You uh, you get the feels. Because you see my man Hawkeye's family go right, right in front of his eyes. He's like, ah, damn. Now, you, you, now, now you're about to cry. The, the person I went with, uh, her name's Kayla. Shout out to Kayla. She was, about to, she, she, she was getting really emotional. I said, yeah, well, it's going to be a long ride. Then, <laughs> then what happens? Uh, the Avengers get together, and they're like... Uh, what the, oh, damn, I forgot what happened. <laughs> I think they they got well. First of all, Captain Marvel. Shout out to Captain Marvel. She uh she saved Iron she Man. She saved Iron Man and the yeah. Blue Girl. And yeah, and the Blue Girl um, brought them to Earth. And I guess after they had congregated or whatever, they the was like, girl. "Fuck this shit." Well, now this- she said that she said, "Fuck." Everybody was just giving up, and she said, "Fuck that shit." She said, "They're like, where you going?" She's like, "I'm gonna kill Thanos." So. After that, they all fly to, uh, I think he was on Titan, his thing, he was on Titan, and, you know what I'm saying, after they, after she figured out that he was just, just you know, minding his business, he wasn't really looking nah, out for them. They snuck him on that nigga, they, they, they pulled a Jason Voorhees on this nigga, bro. They pulled a 007 on this man. They did. He was just chilling, you know what I'm saying, he had already used up the Infinity Stones, all of a sudden, you see this nigga's arm get cut off. Oh, cut off, yeah. What, son? You're looking at, I'm looking at like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. Then, you see them pin this nigga down, like, OD, like, he's not going nowhere. Then, by the end of that exchange, his head is cut off. And I'm sitting here like... Now, you're missing something. What? You're missing something. Now, before, now, remember, Thor cut his head off. Right. But, remember, remember, uh, I think, who said it? I think it was, maybe, I was at the War Machine. The raccoon. That's a Thor. Why did you do that? Now, what did Thor say? My man Thor what did he say? I went for the head. And, and wait. <laughs> Come on, son. And why is that lie significant? Why is that lie significant? It's significant because it was an Avengers Endgame. No, 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 no. <laughs> where does in context? Where it comes what, from? What? The end of Infinity War. Okay, then. Thank you. Make Infinity War a better movie. Can I continue? Sorry. Okay, continue. All right, thank you. All right, so. Uh, you Thanos head get cut off. Yeah, you like you you looking like where where the movie gonna go from here? Where the movie gonna go from here? You 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 anticipating the next thing? All of a sudden, bam! Two years later, what? How many years passed? Two. Was it five? Two? No, five? Not two, two, five, 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 five. Some some something five years. Something stupid like five years, maybe nine years. Some something, something crazy. It was five, son. It's five. Maybe twenty eight. No, I'm just kidding. Five. <laughs> so it was something crazy like that. Five years passed. You're looking like oh shit. They really had to sit in this shit for mad long. Everybody looking real sad, and then you start to see the changes that happen with the Avengers. This is not the this is not the same Avengers you know. Iron Man got a family. Wow, that's a, that's a whammy. Hulk is smart. Wow, that's a double whammy. Thor is fat. Wow, that's a triple whammy, son. Come Thor, on. Thor like Thor like 
the Big Lebowski son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you looking at these characters that you know for so long, and Avengers Endgame had the, the guts, the balls, to change each and every one of them. To 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 to, to give them to to emphasize their arcs right from the jump of the movie. You know, uh, Infinity War is not about arcs. Infinity War is not about characters. Infinity War is about Thanos. Thanos is the only one that gets any character development throughout that whole movie. And Son. guess what? Fuck you, Thanos. I don't give a fuck. I want to see Captain America, uh, you know, go are back in done? time. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> I'm not done. I, I, I want to see Bruce Banner come to grips with the fact that he's a monster and a man at the same time. That's what I want to see. I want to see Thor talking about, you know, I never lost before. But you know what, damn it? I'm gonna get up and try, and try again. That's what I wanna see. It's a story about real struggle, Dimitri. It's a story about real growth, Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm done. I'm okay. done. Well, first of all, listen, that wasn't the first time Thor lost. He lost a couple times in the Infinity War, okay? Uh, With that. Uh, <laughs> Infinity War all about loss. Yes. Endgame all about win. Listen. Which one do you want to be? First of all, of? listen. Are you a loser? Listen, first of all, listen, that's loser talking giving me about Thor. So? I haven't lost before. Nigga, who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. You, you can't. Listen, first of all, well, how much character development do you need? Okay? We got 10 uh, years of character development. Here we go. We got 10 here freaking go. years of character this development. This is why I disagree with you so much because I know uh, exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. Like, hold on. I know exactly why you don't like it in Endgame. Because it doesn't have enough action. For yes! It, yes! Let's get to the heart of the problem. I'm yeah. sitting three hours in a movie. I need more action. Come well, on, man. Because somebody told this man to stop hitting the table. <laughs> I know this hitting your ears. Listen. <laughs> you don't need more action when you got character development, son. No, son. We don't well, need that, any more character development. No, no, no. We do need character development because that's... That's how you finish. A, that's how you finish a franchise, son. That's Listen. what you do. That's how you make characters that last a lifetime. You develop the character. First of all, that whole sequence of Iron Man talking, of Tony Stark. I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing Endgame right now. That first of all, there was too much filler in the movie. Filler. First of all, filler. Listen, that whole sequence. <laughs> okay. That whole sequence with Tony Stark talking to his father. There was no need for that. Or I mean, I'm not saying there's no need for it, but. It had to be as long as drawn out as, as they, they made it to be in the movie. We already know how they extended their relationship, okay? Have, have, uh, we already know, okay? Uh, Tony's dad was a busy guy, you know what I'm saying? He had to, he had to direct S.H.I.E.L.D. He couldn't really devote all his time to Tony. But did he had we big know, expectations. But did we know that Tony's dad, Howard Stark, wanted Tony to be... A better man, the man that yes. he couldn't be. He said that in the hologram, son. He didn't say that. He, he did say, say that. that. All he said in the hologram was, you know, Tony, have a good holiday. That's all no, he said. No, son. No. We needed that little extra interaction to 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 make his final son. scene so much more. He sacrificed himself. That's something that he Howard literally Stark said. Do. He son literally said. I think it was the first Iron Man movie when did I say Tony takes a look at that little um, utopia, whatever makeshift utopian. Uh, block or whatever his father let them. His father he says, "Tony, you are my greatest invention." Well, what does that mean? That's enough. That's enough, man. <laughs> You're my greatest invention. Okay. We don't think he love his son. Okay. What about this? What about this? Uh, 
Because you know what? You're going to suck. You're going to poke. That, first of all, that's not a hole. That's just good. You know, you, you, you reinforce the cake. It is filler. Filler. <laughs> we call this filler. You reinforce the cake. Anime, anime okay. we call this filler, okay? Filler. Yes. You would skip that? Yes. You would take that out? A three-hour movie? How long was that sequence? Half an hour? Some of the best oh, movies they of all time that. have been three hours. I mean, they could have cut that. Some of the best that. movies of all time have been three hours, and they didn't need action to get them there. They could have cut Shawshank that shit. Shawshank Redemption, Dimitri? They could have. The Godfather, Dimitri? We're not talking about that. We're talking about that. <laughs> Listen. Shall I go on, Dimitri? Listen, if I want to watch character development, I, I, I'll, I'll read a Shakespeare novel, okay? <laughs> I'll read a Shakespeare novel. Okay. The best part, the best part, the best part about the Avengers is how the characters interact with each other. The best part about the Avengers is that. And when my man, Captain America says, Avengers Assemble, that's great. When my man, uh, Falcon says, on your left, that's great. When my... When, uh, when, when, who said, who said I love you 3000 at the end? Oh, um, well, I think that was his daughter's, well, I think it was Tony's, Tony said that, Tony said that. I, when that's, I love you 3000? These are, these are, these are lines for the ages, Dimitri. Mm. And there are no, there are no Infinity scenes War in had Infinity better War lines. that make you feel like that. Like Infinity what? Infinity War had like better what? lines. Okay, first of all, you should have aimed for the head. Listen, that wasn't a good that line. was a great line. That wasn't a good line. That until... was a great line. Was that a good line at the time? Yes, it was such a great line that they had to reference it in the beginning of Endgame. It was only a, it was made a better line by Endgame, and I think it was that. No, I think Endgame really elevated that line. And what you're doing is you're saying, "Oh, it was a good line to begin with." No, what Endgame did was they took that line no. and they made it better. So, okay, let me break it down. Let me break it down for you. No, okay. just give me another good line. Thor. No, I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm no, not gonna let shit. you do that. I'm not gonna let you do that. Thor says, "Okay, Thor is just demolishing shit." Okay, mm-hmm. when he first enters Wakanda, sure. he just comes and completely uh, changes the tide of the battle. Sure. Now. Now where that nigga go? No, no, no. no now go? somewhere I don't know what he was doing, but Thanos has arrived. He's kicking everybody's ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that gets back to my next line. This one we're talking about when he kills Vision. He kills Vision. No, 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 no. He brings Vision back from the dead just to kill him again. Okay, he's killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? He's not killing everybody, but that's he's what she, that's what you like, isn't it? So and- you're bloodthirsty, aren't you? <laughs> You're you like a baby. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. <laughs> You're an animal. We're not talking <laughs> about Okay. So, anyways, Thor has just decimated the Avengers, and he's about to, you know what I'm saying, put the final stone in the gauntlet. But lo and behold, we see a flying hammer. I'm not a flying hammer, a flying axe, you know, throwing at Thanos, and he just decimated. And then Thor comes in. You know, all, all all super sad, and he's like, "I told you, I would, I make you bleed or whatever." You know, what I'm saying Thanos, Malson, he's like, "Don't said I can't hate you." What'd you say, bitch? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos says, "Tell me that's not ill, son. Tell me that's not ill." And then what makes it ill is the snap. The snap afterwards. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that 
that's not is that that iconic? You know what? That that was pretty iconic. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. That actually <laughs> that feels me. so good. And, no, 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 no. Another line. Another line. Remember when Vision was pleading for um, what's her name? The Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, Wanda. Yeah. Wanda to kill him. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you spent just a couple minutes. That scene is so touching. And she's like. She has to kill the man she loves for the greater good. And after all that heartache and deliberation, she pulls the trigger. Are you about to quote the same line? No. Are you about to quote the same line? Listen, listen. She kills her lover and she's obviously, you know, she's grieving. And what does Thanos do? This is like one of the most epic lines of the whole movie. I've ever seen a villain, but like my brother, our favorite lines from a villain. What does he say? That kind of reminds you what he says. Please he says, I understand the pain, but this is no time for what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, and he says this. In fact, now is no time. Is that all? And tell me that's not, that is not badass. That's a fire line. This is the thing. Thanos is the only one that gets fired lines. It doesn't listen. He's the only one that gets fired lines. Avengers Infinity. Listen. I don't think Everybody got their time, son. Everybody got their time. It, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, Just no. Guess what? My man Captain America didn't get his time in Infinity War. I'm talking about. My man Captain America didn't get his time in Infinity War. I'm pretty sure he had six minutes of screen time. Infinity Infinity War. But listen, that wasn't the six purpose. Six minutes? That wasn't listen, no no no. Listen, these niggas got ten years of screen time, Captain okay? America they got by number one. Six minutes? Well, he had three movies. Come, Come on, on son. son. He had three movies. Infinity, Infinity War is the Iron Man Thanos story. Oh, Thanos. I've seen. Oh, you were in my head. Oh, Stark. Oh, yes. What is this? Uh, Star Trek? Oh, Listen, son. Captain America had three movies, okay? The three Captain America movies. There's three Iron Man movies. There was uh, two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. There was two Avengers movies. All these niggas got their character development, son. Avengers Infinity War was about Thanos. You know what? I didn't... It was imperative that Marvel nailed it with Thanos Ed, because he's the big bad wolf. He, he, he he's, he's the, you know what I'm saying? He's the Saiyans, you know what I'm saying? He's the Saiyans coming in, coming in to invade Earth. You know what I'm saying? He's the androids. I, I, hope, y'all, I hope y'all caught that. First, uh, first Thor is the Saiyan. And, that, and now uh, <laughs> Thanos is saying, right? I hope you're talking about it. Thanos is Frieza, okay? <laughs> Thanos, is the, Thanos is that threat. And if y'all don't know what he's talking about, it, we're t- these references are all to Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Shout out to Dragon Ball Z. Shout out, shout out to Dragon Ball, man. Thanos, Thanos is, 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 is Hitler. Thanos, Thanos is, 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 is Soviet Union. Thanos. But isn't that... Thanos, no, don't don't compare him to Hitler. Don't compare him to Hitler because well, Thanos is he's complex. Yes. He's smart. He's thinking. He's maneuvering. Yes. He's he's trying to do what he thinks is best. Yes. And that way he doesn't even view himself as a villain. Yes. And I respect all that. Yes. But you know what I respect more? What? My man Captain America. Oh please. Pick up uh Mjolnir Cap and, Cap, and beat love- Thanos ass. Listen, pick up more my man, Captain America, there's no, and you know, you want to talk about action. There's no better scene in all of Marvel history 
Then when Captain Omega picks up the hammer, picks up the shield, and goes to battle on the battlefield for the fate of the world against the Mad Titan himself and conducts electricity through Thor's hammer. That was pretty badass. <laughs> That's pretty badass. There's no better scene than when my man, uh, my the Avengers, after after Captain America says Avengers assemble, they start playing football with the uh, the glove, passing that joint first. First, uh, first, uh, I forget who has it, Iron Man, maybe or Captain America. Not Spider Man. It was Spider Man. Then they pass it to my man Spider Man. He a running back. Then they pass it to my man Black Panther. Panther. He the real running back. I'm like, son, come on. This is teamwork at its finest. Team we're gonna Then they pass it to Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel. She said, "You got something for me, buddy." That's that's the best line Captain Marvel ever had. Because Captain Marvel's movie was shitty. So listen, I do what she but Fifteen minutes is not enough to save the two and a half hours of filler. Okay, in Endgame. Okay, it's uh, not enough. Infinity War was action action packed from beginning to end. The you know action what? was perfect. The lines were perfect. Uh, what about when my man Captain America fought against himself in the past? How about that? How about that? How about that? That was good. That was good. What? I actually enjoyed that. That's all. But that's the only sequence I enjoyed. That that whole time traveling sequence. I feel like Iron Man was drawn out. Thor was drawn out. Listen, Thor's a pussy, son. Yeah, hey. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. He should have manned up for the beginning, okay? All that. Yeah, All that. Thor's a pussy. Thor should have manned up. You sounding real sexist right now. Oh, my. <laughs> you you, 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 you sounding real sexist. And as a feminist, I would like to point out the one Listen, scene you are not- in Endgame... Where all the women get together. Oh my god. And they beat some ass, okay? As a feminist. I, like I did that. enjoy that scene. I did enjoy yeah, it. That's what I thought. That's what I, I thought. Shut up, man. And you, better, <laughs> and you better not say shit else. Or else the, the feds will go find you. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they say, did you like that scene or not, sir? You better say yes. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like I said, 15 minutes is not enough to save. Okay, I'll give you an hour and a half of filler. Hour and a half yes, of filler? Are you filler. insane? Filler. You okay? All right, all right, all right. Okay, so Endgame sets up all where all the characters are at. Yeah. Then they start trying to figure out what they're gonna do. So then Ant Man is trying to convince. So you're not on the edge of your seat thinking, man. I hope Tony Stark doesn't have to lose man, his daughter. I knew what was gonna happen. I knew they were gonna time. You knew what was gonna happen. Yes. I knew what was gonna happen in uh, Infinity War at the end. Oh, the whole that? time, the whole time <laughs> that everybody was gonna die, and that nobody was really gonna die, and that it really didn't matter because there was gonna be a second movie. I knew the whole time, and if you didn't know that, that might have been why you liked the movie. But I knew that, and I was like, man, this is this is a whole bunch. Of I movies. knew that. It I almost knew- felt like failure. I was like, man, just get to the end. I knew that. Was, well, honestly. I knew that was gonna happen, but still, I, they they I feel like they delivered. You waited so long for Thanos to finally make his appearance. Listen, Thanos was so. Think about it. What? Okay. Thanos is such a, a, a complex character or whatever. Okay. He tried to send people. He sent people to do his dirty work, his minions or whatever. 
And you know what I'm saying when he finally got up, we like, all right, this is what he's about to do. He sent, he sent Loki. He sent uh, what's that? Uh, the Cree guy. Cree. The con- oh no 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 um. You know the blue guy. Ronan, Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. Sent Ronan. Uh, who else did he send? Is that it? I think so. I think those just because I think after Guardians of the Galaxy one, was it Guardians of the Galaxy one where he goes, if you want something done right. You gotta do it yourself. Yeah, you might have put. Or I just get it. I'll just do it myself. He might have put his hand in the in the, in the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So, all right. Let me give you one more. Let me give you one more thing to see a little bit. Okay. Listen, I give you two classic lines from Avengers. You t- what, I mean, from Infinity War. What's the more? Cl- all right. I, I I gave you. Did I give you? Did I give you classic lines yet? Love you three thousand isn't that class. I don't consider that classic. Oh jeez. Didn't I give you another one than that? Come on, son. I, I know I gave another Avengers Assemble is a classic That's a classic one, one. Itself. That's a classic What one. about uh, I Am Iron Man? Come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, I'm son. I'm not gonna lie. I almost cried. That's <laughs> 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 like almost cried. I almost cried. And you know why you almost cried? I knew it was gonna Because of character development. No, it's not character because development. Because fuck that, son. I, knew, I cried because I thought he was gonna, I knew he was because, gonna die. Because when that nigga Spider-Man comes up and he says, it's okay, Mr. It's okay, Mr. Stark. We won, Mr. Stark. You know, get, get up. Get up, Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Avengers Endgame just gave me so much feels. It gave me this. It gave me excitement. It gave me uh, fear. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I was on the edge of my seat. It gave me sadness. It gave me happiness. It, g- it gave me uh, content. And in the end, it made me um, it made me look to the future and be like, man, what's going to happen next? So at the same time, I'm content with the stories that have happened in the past. And at the same time, I'm looking to the future thinking, man, what's going to happen next? Come on, son. That's a, that's, a, that's a dynamic movie. That's a dynamic movie that's giving you all them feelings. Guess what Endgame, guess what Infinity War gives you? Well, you know, it's, you know, it's a good. They're both nines. They're they're both tens out of ten, like nine point eight out of ten. You know, because I was about to say, uh, Infinity War just gives you a whole bunch of, of like war and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, in both movies, when uh, when Black Panther is like, what is, what is that? What is that war cry he says? Ivan Bet. Ivan Bet. Ivan Bet. I'll be like, golly, golly, it's so lit. And he said, Wakanda forever. <laughs> I said, yeah. Fuck this nigga. See, and that's, that's, that's why I fuck with Black Panther. On the side note, on the side note. During Endgame, <laughs> I went to go see it with my friend. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of black people in the theater. The minute Black Panther, you know what I'm saying, when after, uh, this is the Endgame I was talking about for Endgame. When, uh... After you know um, Falcon is like I'm on your left or whatever, and then you know seeing the portal when the portal opens, right. the child walks out, and he starts doing that cry. Hey, my first hit is me in the center. My man, my man, they started clapping my team. And chanting, and chanting. They started, my man, they started clapping my team too. We was all lit, son. Yeah. But what's call it? I was just saying, Black Panther is such a real nigga, bro, because. In Avengers End, in, in Endgame, when after he does the war cry, you know, uh, Captain America says Avengers Assemble. But even though that the Avengers are there in the Battle of Wakanda in Infinity War, 
What does Black Panther say? He doesn't say nothing about no fucking Avengers. This is his homeland. He said Wakanda forever, dickhead. Wakanda forever. Black people for survive forever, yes. bro. That's right. How the fuck would that nigga for that? You know, I like the Avengers and everything, but Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Oh, jeez. I can see this. You know, Infinity War is a great movie. I just didn't get the same feeling when I walked out. I was so stinking satisfied when I walked out of Endgame. I just could never... I could never put Infinity War. Infinity War never made me feel like that. So, I can't. I I enjoyed Endgame. At, towards the end, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I agree with you. It was more of a... I mean, it was more of like an emotional moment for me watching just Iron Man perish as opposed to watching them, watching multiple people perish in uh, Infinity War. Facts. Uh, mostly because Iron Man was the guy that man. started it all. I mean, did you, man, that scene where uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting over who's gonna die? And they're trying to like kill each kill themselves before the other person can. Come on, son. No, son. No. You, you don't like that scene. I like I like the the scene of Infinity War better when after Thanos is a snap, he's in the sphere world. I just found another classic line for you from Infinity War. What did it take? Yes, yes. That's not a classic. That's a class. This classic. That's not a classic line. No, it's it's no. I'm saying that that whole scene is classic. Like. And she goes, did, did she says, did you do it? He says, yes. And then she goes, what did it cost? And just look at his reaction. It's like, he says, he says everything, everything. That's not a classic line. That's classic. That, that's not a classic That's line. classic because, because I, I feel like what stopped them from beating him in the first place was they weren't willing to sacrifice. Thanos was willing to sacrifice everything to accomplish his goal it wasn't an uh, for the fact it it wasn't you know, until, I mean, captain america said we don't trade lives we don't trade lives it wasn't until they started trading lives in uh end game they didn't start trading lives they did Scarlet witch oh shit gave her life so that they would have the opportunity to get the the soul stone and in the end, oh, that that was a that was a Black Widow. Black Widow, oh Black Widow, sorry, I don't know why I said Scarlet Witch. I'm Black Widow. Then, you know, culminating in the final battle, it's not until you know after even after even after they they assemble all the Avengers, everyone, they are still, you know, on their heels so to speak. Thanos is still the one in control towards the end. This is after Captain Marvel, who's like the most powerful person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. He destroyed that shit. Yes. Destroyed. Even with her presence, Thanos still has the upper hand. And it's not until, you know, Iron Man realizes that, man, I gotta I gotta use I gotta use the gauntlets themselves. I I gotta I gotta use the power that he sacrifices himself. Yeah, he sacrifices. He trades his life for the life of others. For the life of others. He trades lives. He trades lives. So, so wow. How did that's a, such a great way that Endgame brought that together. You know what I think it is. You know what I think it is. I think that 
they're both the same. It's the same movie. There's, it's one movie, and one is the beginning and one is the end. And you like the beginning more. How they set up the villain. How they, you know, started fighting for, you know. Because if you ever watch a movie, the structure is this. Especially a superhero movie, the structure is this. The villain arrives on the scene. Then the hero fights the villain. And the, the, the villain wins. And then the hero trains. And then he fights the villain again. And the hero wins. That's like the that's like how every movie goes. That's how I mean that's like a classic like Rocky structure. And so after after I mean, you know, you kinda lose in the in the second um, third of the movie, then you kinda get back together and you, you overcome whatever it is that's keeping you down and then you win in the end. I like the ending. I like it when Rocky um, beats <laughs> I like it when Rocky like beats the, the villain you know the, the Russian dude you like the beginning you like the part where the Russian dude kills the black guy <laughs> okay no 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 that's not how you do this I never never no you like it when Drago kills the black no. dude no <laughs> like throwing it out I fuck, I fuck with Apollo, son. You can't do this to me. Yeah. You can't do this you to me. Apollo to die. I, I'm going by Dad's other voice. Wow. You can't. How beautiful. You can't do How this to me. How beautiful. How beautiful. Uh, I'm not letting you off the hook. You was right on it. <laughs> you was like, wow, that kind of makes sense. Come on. No. You lost with the Russian, man. Wow. Killing the black. First of all, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't like any scene that involves killing a black person, okay? <laughs> Alright? I'm just dead out there. Oh, Jesus. But that's what you like. Listen, man. And I and I like the ending where, where Rocky beats Drago. Okay, but but this is not listen. I actually like that formula when it comes to Rocky. But Avengers, this I they did it wrong, son. They did they did it wrong. That's the exact same formula that they used in Batman. Remember the last uh, Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. First Batman gets out, he comes out of retirement, he tries to fight Bane, he gets his he gets his back broken. And then he so he loses. That's what that's the part you like. <laughs> then he No, that's not the part that I like. That's no. The you like. No. Then he does he does a training montage, he gets out of the stinking desert or the pit or whatever, and he comes back and he wins in the end. And he outsmarts the villain. And he sacrifices himself for the greater good. That's what I like. You like it when he gets his bag broken. No. <laughs> no. And, and this is why you're wrong, okay? No. <laughs> I'm so happy I pinpointed this. I'm so happy I pinpointed Whatever, this. Whatever. Avengers sorry. Endgame and Avengers Infinity War are one movie. And you like the beginning and I like the end. No, they're two, they're two different movies. Infinity War is better. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I have to disagree. I have to disagree. But I, I will say, I will say after after this debate, I I, I view it actually I actually view Endgame in a better light. Actually, in a better light. I'm not to say I I still prefer Infinity War, but the the margin is 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 less. The margin is less. Yeah, I think I think it's like a Endgame nine point eight. Uh, Infinity War nine point five. I agree with the numbers. But it's the opposite. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to it's say, you agreed the numbers and we're good to go. Right. Uh, all right, no. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to, to, to disagree. 
But overall, you know what I'm saying? Both of them are great films. Shout out to Marvel. Alright, so we want to um, see what you got next, bro. See what you guys got next. Keep it coming, man. Keep them coming. Keep them coming for the podcast, at the very least. Yes, yes, for real. <laughs> Alright, All so, right, what's next, Swaz? So, you was talking to me about... Uh, you was talking to me about something that Charles Barkley said in relationship to black kids trying to be, you know, basketball stars. Right, football stars. Anyways. Sports stars, yeah. Alright, so Charles Barkley says a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> Talk to me. Let's uh <laughs> let's start that off, man. Charles Barkley says that, you know what I'm saying, some of some of his most uh outrageous statements are well, women from San Antonio are fat. <laughs> Every woman from San Antonio is fat. Yeah, let's uh, not forget that Charles Barkley was the one that said that uh Steph Curry can't make the team. He can't yeah. <laughs> He and you know people aren't gonna start shooting threes. You know yep. people don't want three point shooters. Yep. Oh Jesus! But Christ. he actually said something that kind of actually made believe it or not it made sense for once. Uh, so basically, to, to me. So um, basically, uh, he he had gone you know to do some outreach with some young kids and basically he was telling them uh, I, I you know this was a school in the inner city uh, you know I know the story with that. Uh, mostly black kids, uh, low income, living in poverty, and stuff like that. So you know, most athletes. I'm using athletes um, for this discussion. Um, you know, when they go back to their, uh, you know, old communities or whatever, and they talk to people, they basically say uh, things like, you know, you can do it too. Right. You know, if I did it, you can do it. Right. But Nike just do it. Like yeah, like exactly. Nike just do it. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, when we look at statistics, should we really be telling telling them that? What did Barkley say? Barkley said you shouldn't children shouldn't inspire to be athletes. Children shouldn't professional ins- athletes. Oh, black children. Black children shouldn't aspire to be professional athletes. To be professional athletes, and athletes reason- as a main source of income. Yes. For success. Yes. And you think that you think that's he's correct? I think he's correct. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree because because there's so much more that being a disciplined student athlete gives you than just end of the road professional sports league success. You have to think about the discipline that comes with practicing every day, with training every day, that might not necessarily result in uh, fame and fortune, but results in a better person. I'm not disagreeing with you. A more successful person. I, I know. A I, person that knows how to work hard. I definitely, there's, there's, there's merits to being a student athlete. I'm not disagreeing with you on, on that position. But I don't think that the concept of a student and those how I said student student athlete I don't think that concept is reinforced I'm talking to black children we're talking about students students of all ages students of all ages kids basically yeah so the student athlete I don't think that's that that's emphasized as much as the athlete the student as a part of the athlete meaning that for example you know black kids are probably pushed towards participating in certain sports. They're, they're encouraged to devote most of their time 
to you know honing their, their skills and their respective um, sport, but they aren't they aren't being encouraged in that in a similar way when it comes to academics as much as the athletics. So I think I see what you're saying. You see, yeah. So so you're saying it, it might take the place of something more important. Place something more important, and I don't think that should happen. Because the numbers, the numbers aren't favorable towards somebody pursuing a professional career in athletics mm-hmm. as their as their end all be all, so to speak. The numbers, but how many, it, but how many, but how many uh, people, how many student athletes have gotten uh, college scholarships uh, just because they worked really hard? How many? A lot. Division one, division two, be getting uh, scholarships. I agree. And and it's, and it's just because they worked hard, you know. As athletes, as children, you know, they ball in the streets or whatever. I just think that um, not only not only because sometimes, uh, like in, in in terms of scholarships, that adds to the academic side, but also. You know, sometimes when in students in schools and stuff like that, when they're playing sports, in order to stay on the team, they have to maintain a certain GPA. GPA. And so that also adds to it. What about this? In order to play on the team, when it comes time to game day, you got to dress professionally. Now you know how to dress professionally. Now you know how to uh, portray yourself in a, in a public professional manner. Right. This is all adding to character development. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out on this. Now. A lot of the major schools, mm-hmm. right? A lot of the major schools. I'm talking, you know, Kentucky. When it comes to college basketball, for example, mm-hmm. is a big time money maker when it comes to college sports. You know, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, all these big schools. Now, do you think all that um, students are afforded um, ample time? pursue their passions as students in addition to being athletes at most of these schools. Do you no. think they are afforded the time? No, they're or not. Encouraged? But you know what they are afforded? You know what they are afforded? What are they afforded? Most times, a lot of times, they're afforded a degree. Wow. Listen. That is a misconception. That's important. That's that's a misconception. That's a misconception? Yes. That's, that's a, a misconception. misconception. Yes. Come on. Not so most of them. Student athletes don't get degrees? I know a, I know a football player he was shitty but he was still a football player and he's a med st- he, he, he went to med school I know another one that went to law school now, but he's a shitty no, football player but you just no but now, they got full rides I think no but I, then again I think you're kind of proving my point tell me because the football player you're talking about mm-hmm. who, you know who want to pursue med school right that's that's very admirable okay but see I'm not talking about that kid I'm talking about the kid that grows up in the inner city. His parents never went to college. He doesn't have any professional, anybody with professional occupations in his or her family. She doesn't really have a role model to look at. Growing up, she's told that the only way that she can make it out of her environment is to be a great basketball player, football player, tennis player, 
she doesn't think about med school. She doesn't think about getting a degree. Because guess what? The money's not there. So, you know, we were talking about scholarships for sports. And if you want to be a med school student, if you want to be a great, um, if you want to be a great, uh, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever, stuff like that, that takes a lot of schooling. And the, if you want to talk about statistics, not everybody gets a full ride to med school or law school. And if you're coming from an inner city, whatever, you're not going to have the money to go to whatever college you want to, to become whatever you want no, to. No, I, I agree. I, sports should definitely be used as, you should definitely use that as an uh, as, as an advantage but the reality is, is that there's a lot of students who okay let's just say you make it a college mm-hmm. right to the college level at what well, college level when it comes to athletics make it through college no but there's a good number of people who end up you know getting a scholarship playing whatever years and when their time is up they have nothing <laughs> See what I'm saying? They have nothing. What do you mean they have nothing? Tell me. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying you know what I'm talking about. I mean, what are you saying? I. They have a degree, or not? No, not all of them have a degree. But do, do a lot of them have a degree? Do more than zero of them have degrees? Well, definitely, there's more than zero that okay, have degrees. Well, more, more than zero is more than zero. I mean, would you rather those people? What would you rather those people do? I'm not saying it's, a, it's obviously helping somebody. It's, it's more, I would say the people, the, those who don't get degrees and stuff like that. The other thing you have to understand with some of these schools like Duke or Kentucky, I mean, some of these schools that have reputations for being, you know, uh, only accepting strong academic applicants, but they do make exceptions for, you know, people who, you know, they are very talented. Yeah. Make exceptions. I went to Georgetown, and the students on the basketball team, son, they dumb as well. <laughs> a lot of some of them are kind of pretty dumb, right? So, but they definitely get a lot of help, and that's the difference between that's the difference between pushing them through and helping them through. So you know, they still graduate from Georgetown a lot, and they still, you know got a similar, if not same education as I did. But the thing is... And they, and they, and they got, you know, they did they kept to do it for free. They, got to, they did get to do it for free. But what do they do after the fact? After when it's all said and done? A lot of them are not going to be a professional player. A lot of them are, are going to be uh, the richest athletes or whatever. Now you have the one pro, uh, football player you know. He went to med school, so that's an example of a success story. But I'm sure further down the line, yes, you probably put in the time you did towards uh, playing at the highest level, uh, practicing, training, or whatever, play at the highest level possible. But he didn't let say limit his options towards just mm-hmm. playing sports. Uh, you know. Figured he, he he obviously did his homework. He figured out that you know I'm probably not I'm not gonna go professional. So it's better that I don't like I take advantage. I don't like this thinking that Charles Barkley is coming in because he might as well say to people, don't strive for too much. You should just don't don't try to be a millionaire. Don't try to be a billionaire. Just stay in your lane. 
maybe become a janitor. That's what he's saying. No. Listen, I don't like that. I don't like that kind of defeatist thinking. He's just saying, you know, you're on the bottom. Stick close to that's the bottom. Not, don't fly too high. That's that's not what he's saying he's, at all. That's exactly that's what, not he's what he's saying. saying. He's saying, okay, now picture this. When it comes to white kids, children who are not black, mm-hmm. right? Children who are white, what are they encouraged to do? They're encouraged to go to college, get good grades. Get good grades. And become doctors, lawyers, sure. bankers, professionals. professionals. His thing is why aren't why 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 is that thinking applied to black people? Black it's people that, are only told it's, it's not that they're not it's not applied to black people. So if you really want to get into it, it's really about uh, the media. So who does black who do black uh, young black men and women have to look up to in their communities? It's, sometimes it's not their mothers and fathers. It's and sometimes it's, it's not their community leaders. So they have to look exactly. up to the people. Exactly. That's to look to the people who got out and the people who are on TV. Right. Everybody's talking about the basketball players and the football players. Everybody's talking about the movie stars. So of course that's who you're going to be aspiring to be. Now in terms of the in terms of the middle class students, in terms of you know I guess you could white people, not all white people, but you know more affluent white people. Who do they have to look up to? Their parents, their grandparents, their uncles, their aunts, people that they know, their neighbors. Everybody they know went to college. That's a, that's a given. Everybody they know, you know, uh, works and has a job. That's a given. Everybody they know owns a house and a car. That's a given. And so these things, they don't come, um, I don't think the whole athlete thing comes from people not pushing, you know, doctors and lawyer talk on young black people. I think it comes from uh, young black people seeing role models in the only role models that they get to see, which is sometimes athletes. The coolest people, the stars of school are athletes. The, the, the people that they see that are most successful are athletes. And so if you want to change that narrative, then you do have to, you, what you really have to do is insert black leaders into those communities so that they can see that success can come from other places other than athleticism, other than, you know, being a movie star. But the fact that those kids are striving to be what they find is best, what they what they see is best, I have to respect that. I mean, they're, they're you know, they're, they're trying to be successful for themselves, and they're like, man, what can I see around here that, that you know, I can try to emulate myself? And they, and they see, you know, uh, their school coach, or they see... This guy that went to college playing Division One basketball, and they're like, "Man, you know, maybe I could do that." Or they see, uh, you know, all the shoes they wear are athlete shoes, basketball player shoes, or something like that. You know, LeBron shoes. They're like, "Man, you know, maybe I can do that." They don't get to see Fortune 500 magazines. They don't get to see, you know, uh, they sometimes they don't get to see doctors even because they don't have insurance. And it's fucked up, but I have to commend those kids for. Trying to get out anywhere they can. I gotta respect the hustle. Now, if you, <laughs> the only way to change it is to change the narrative, and the only way to change the narrative is to insert different types of black leaders into the community. And I think that's what uh, Charles Barkley was trying to say. You think that's what Charles Barkley was, was trying, trying to say? say? Yes. Charles Barkley, he did he did a shitty job of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> he always does a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. 
I mean, I, I, I fuck with Charles Barkley. I fuck with him, the crew, Shaq on the crew, uh, talking sports and Shout out to Ernie, man. Shout out to Ernie. Man, but yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I, I really wish that um, if he was going to say that, then, you know, what, what are you doing to promote anything other than sports? I mean, I don't even see this man in a soap commercial. <laughs> Come on, son. If you're gonna talk about this is this is you, you're still feeding into the same system that you're putting down. So what? So so why talk at all? You know what I'm saying? Because he's feeding into that same system of, oh yeah, sports are important. This is you know this is important because people are kids. The same kids that he's talking about that shouldn't you know aspire to be sports are watching him successfully and continuously successfully. Uh, to be successful in the sports arena, because that's what he's talking about. Now, if he were to go out like uh, Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan and start his own business or something like that, now you can encourage kids to, to you know, be a businessman. But if you're not going to do, or to be a professional in other ways. But if you're not going to do that, then don't talk to me. Barkley, <laughs> Big Bull. <laughs> okay, what we got to do this because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> he is fat. He is oh, fat. Man. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not here to fashion. Oh, man. I am not here to fashion. Nah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Jeez. I just don't want... I just don't think that athletics should be considered the end of the all for black kids. I, I feel like there should be... All I'm saying is I think that... Uh, you know... Shouldn't just be a limit limited to athletics. Well, there are also- athletics could be seen as like a tool, as like a gateway to you know some of these other avenues that I mentioned. But I, agree. I just don't think that the dreams of black people should be limited to just being professional athletes. Well, one thing that that I mean, one thing that hurts uh, black people when it comes to being athletes is that at a certain point. Black people are associated with athletes so much that, um, you know, other races or whatever will think, ah, yeah, you know, black people are just natural athletes, or, you know, you can't be successful as a black man without being an athlete. Even to the point where I was, when I was in college, people would ask me, man, are you on the football team? Like, how'd you, how'd you get here? And I'd be like, bro, like, so first of all, I don't look like a football <laughs> So I'm like, do you really think like that all black people have to be athletes to get to like this point in life to get to college? And it's sad to to see that stereotype reinforced. But I'd rather that happen than people give up their dreams and aspirations. Because what else do you have to dream for? In you know this type of environment. Well, I guess it's very yeah. abstract to tell them, yeah, you want you want to, you should be a lawyer. I think it's very abstract. I mean, not not too much anymore because we have the internet, we have social like media, so they could kind of get an idea of what that would look like. But if you were to tell me, like when I was a kid, you should be a, a Wall Street like um, banker, or that I should be like a um, a day trader, I'd have been like, what are you talking about? Like this whole doctor lawyer thing, it is really just as bad because it limits you. People are limited to, you know, what they see around them. And the whole doctor lawyer thing is kind of like a stereotype of immigrant families 
and black films. Where it's kind of like, oh, be a doctor or be a lawyer, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, regular, you know, other affluent um, families, they're just like, you know, find what you're good at and be the best at it or something like that. Right. I mean, well, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, at a certain age, I feel like, you know, it's not just black children, a lot of children. I, I agree with you. Growing up, uh, little kids see on TV. They see athletes. They see movie stars. Facts. So maybe to some degree, maybe universal, there are probably a good number of white kids, you know, Asian kids of other ethnicities who aspire to be athletes because that's what they see, that's what they watch, that's what they observe. But, you know, I just feel like as we get older, and you become more aware of the world. We have, I mean, maybe more so today because now you have access to social media. Uh, you have access to information at your fingertips mm-hmm. through Google. Right. You know, there, there's more. I agree with you. There, there's this whole stereotype of that the only way to be successful in life is you were either a doctor, an engineer, or a lawyer. But when, once you start doing, you know, real research. You know, there, there's multiple options out there mm-hmm. for you. And if, if only um, more people can see those options. More people can see those options. Because what we see nowadays, students trying to be, I mean, little kids trying to be YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. Because they see those options. Right. Nobody sees the option of, let me, uh, let me, you know, what, what, what does nobody see? So many things. There's so many things that you can do. There's so many things. There's things that I don't see. <laughs> and niggas be, you know, talking about, oh, this is what I did to get rich. I, I saw stickers. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> How did I miss this shit? So many nah, you know what really got me? I'm what? thinking about this now. Uh, remember, they had this toy. Uh, silly Vans? Goddamn Silly Vans. <laughs> The goddamn silly baby. Oh, man. I'm not aware of this. Uh, what year was that? We I don't were remember. in middle school back when the damn silly Yeah, the silly bass came out. Yeah, wait. Uh, so that was probably like 2010. Yeah, something like that. 2009, something like that. Something so like the silly bands are there's these little rubber bands for you guys that don't know. And when you take them off, uh, you put them on the desk or something like that, they resemble an animal. And they resemble a shape. And people used to collect these things like crazy like people would have 50 of them just on their arm and the best thing that you could do with them is trade them like you'd be like all right bet i got the lion let me trade you the zebra and your giraffe for the lion and you'd be like oh shit like i love that let's let's, let's get it so people would i mean the silly bands would be everywhere in schools and stuff schools started banning them uh just like they started banning uh the same thing really it's really the same thing as um one of the fidget spinners these little things that people <laughs> be coming up with man I mean, you can be successful with anything. It doesn't have to be quick success either. I mean, you can just start a stick and farm and you'll be good to go. <laughs> start a farm, uh, raise some cows, whatever. That's a chill life. That's a chill life. You're going to be set as long as your cows keep having babies. <laughs> Yo, you're chilling. Yeah. Black people don't see that. Why don't, we, why don't we teach our black people to be farmers? I don't think it's a matter of just teaching. We have to show, show it. 
well, showing, and we have to actually, the other thing that black people, we don't really own a lot of land. That's true. I mean, property. So, that's true. Like, I'm talking actual acres of, of, of land to actually cultivate and, and, you know, raise animals and stuff. So, but, you know, I think over time, we could definitely. I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> uh, in the words of the great Kevin Garnett, anything is possible, man. Anything is possible. So, I get what you, you should. Maybe there's people right now thinking of a way, the master plan. We talking about it, you know, how, how do we get more land? Uh, so, black people, more black people can be farmers and stuff like that. Maybe somebody's already working on that behind the scenes. So, you know, just, just use your imagination. <laughs> What did they say on Spongebob? <laughs> imagination. <laughs> Use your imagination. Facts, merch coming soon. The imagination too. With our faces on it. Shout out Spongebob. Facts. Uh, Nickelodeon, you better call us, man. You better call us. What? Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon, you better call us. We just gave him an idea. Of what? Ima- imagination merch. <laughs> Spongebob merch. That'd be, tell me that wouldn't be dope. Nigga. Imagination. If they don't have that by now, I'd be very I'm, surprised. I don't think they do. I was, I'd be very surprised. I don't think they do, bro. That shit is a meme for days. Facts. Some people got meme for days. Oh, they do. It's so, I mean, uh, even in that gym, isn't that the same episode where they do like the conch cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Isn't that the same episode? No, 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 no. That's the, um, what was it? I swear, no, 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 it was the oh, box. The box. The box yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> Scribble was like, what y'all, what y'all talking about? <laughs> it's an imagination. Yo, Kizzy stays lacking imagination. I, this wasn't something that we were going to get into, but uh, Drew froze a question last week talking about, um, you know, his technology ruining and this is the thing i hate the i hate the sound like so the question is is technology ruining um this new generation i guess they're called generation c or something like that you know the kids who are playing fortnite basically and i hate the sound like an old man i hate the sound like an old man but damn these kids are getting dumb these kids are stupid my sister's 13 she don't know who uh malcolm x and nelson mandela are she don't know where Maine is. <laughs> you, you 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 think it's funny, but your brother don't know who they are either. Uh, you know what? I don't think my brother knows who my Uncle Max is for real. For real, son. And that's crazy. My brother stole money <laughs> from, my, <laughs> from my parents. I, you got to be pretty. Yeah, tell the story, please. Okay, so, you know, one day, one day, my, my, my mom saw uh, the... Our Amazon Prime plan really hurt my dad's, but we just ordered shit off of this for tops. Mm-hmm. But with their consent, of course, with their knowledge. Yeah, but she looks at the account and she goes, Did you spend $20 on uh, Amazon today? And my dad's like, Nah. So my dad, they check it and it's like 20 bucks for some Fortnite skin or whatever. So, I'm, you know, I don't play Fortnite. Nah. My sister definitely doesn't play Fortnite. And my parents damn sure don't play any video games at all. Thanks. Matter of fact, I think the only thing my dad plays is Madden. How much did you play on the, on the, on the, for the skins? 
like twenty dollars or something. So the only logical person that would use money for Fortnite skins is my brother because he plays it all day, all night. So they asked him about it, and my brother lied and said it wasn't him. And he tried to blame one of us, me and my sister, who stole it, knowing goddamn well we don't play that garbage. So, you know, I think my parents took away the game for like six months or whatever. And you know what I'm saying, but I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, damn, Fortnite, like, kids are dumb. Like, who does that? Right, so yeah. How are you gonna take $20? $20. Like, and nice for nobody to hear about you, it. You go into your parents' uh, wallet, into your mom's purse. You spend a hard earned money, the money that they use every day, to buy you things. And, and you go behind their back and spend $20 before that. You must be crazy. If that was my kid, you're beat, son. You're done. You're done, though. That's exactly so. I think there's there's some I think there's some truth to that. Technology's making kids dumber. I just think that This is the thing. Uh, kids, I don't even know if kids know how to work together and play together. They don't even do they even go outside well, I'm not gonna say kids don't go outside because not everybody has a, a PS4 or something mm-hmm. to play Fortnite with. But you know, a lot of kids don't go outside. They'd be like, oh best like what happened to Oh, let's get let's let's you know, kid. First of all, this is what this is this is what a, this is what a normal day looked like when I got home from middle school. I get home, I put my bag down for two seconds, then I hear a knock on the door. Okay, somebody's like, "Yo, let's play some basketball." I put my I, I get chains, I put my shoes on, I go outside, and I stay outside until the sticking lights go off, and and the you know whatever the uh, the street lights come on, you gotta go home, and then that's the end of your day. You're tired, you sleep well. You you play all day with your fellow man. You like teamwork. You exercise. And I don't know nothing about the, uh, you know, the what do they call it? Fatness. Obesity rate. The obesity ratings, but they're probably haven't gone down. There was not, a reason why Michelle Obama's talking about get up and move. I mean, son, it's funny because the whole world is at their fingertips. Right, the entire world, everything they could ask for. Yet, it seems how it's like they only—it's very entertainment focused. It's really—it's got to be really difficult for people because people expect so much, and yet, I don't know. I think we're like skip. I, I think like we're—we must be skipping around. Maybe. Well. If y'all don't know, we're, we're recording this from Delaware, and maybe our school system. Son, you can't tell them where we live, son. <laughs> you can't tell them, son. Did I say Delaware? <laughs> I meant uh, New York. Hey, man, Feds, you don't know who's listening. The Feds can be listening, son. I would say it's a big state, but it's not. <laughs> Let me reinforce. I said New York. Uh, make sure you cut that out. <laughs> But it, maybe our school system is just trash because, I mean, as far as like, you know, math and stuff, all right, good to go. But history, no. English, barely. Writing a paper, no. Reading, fuck no. These kids are not, these kids maybe read one 
one book a year, so. A year. And that's for school. So, you know, I was just thinking. What? Remember in high school, <laughs> remember they used to decide the summer reading book? Did you ever, ever do that shit? Bro, they don't even have summer reading anymore. <laughs> They don't even have some reading. They just be like this. They just be like this. Well, maybe read and you know, maybe take you know some notes on what you read, <laughs> but you don't really have to do anything. Dang. We used to have to read three books in one summer. Damn. And write uh, and write a report on each one. Remember that? Remember that? Damn, son. They said pick three. I said what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I said oh no, that was when we were going to ninth grade. I think. Yeah, I think so. And then maybe uh they stopped doing that. They stopped doing that. School, yeah. I think they would sign a book, but we just ain't really need to do that shit. Facts. After a certain point, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> right, right. Read three books. But I started, I started to realize that you know summer reading can't be applied to any class, especially in high school because we had like black classes. Right. So I started to realize like man, like I can get to school and they can't put this shit on my permanent record and stuff like that. So I'm not, I'm not nah. putting any dumb tests. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the test. I'll probably do better on the test. I'll probably. Dark notes. But still, I, I read some book. Did, did you read as a kid? I did read it as a kid. I read a lot as a kid. Because mm-hmm. the thing with me is... uh Remember we're nerds. My mom... <laughs> nah. I think that might be it. It was that. You know... Nah, and I remember pretty much until I was like seven. My mom... She, for some reason... She didn't want me to watch like regular TV. I used to watch. That's like I saw all the Disney movies. I used to watch all the the old Disney movies on like cassette. You remember those? You remember that kind of? Yeah. The cassette days. Those cassette days, man. It builds characters. Oh, like cassette, sad. man. Because what she had to do first of all, it, a cassette builds responsibility. Okay. Because every time you finish a movie, what do you do? Rewind Why? it to the beginning. Yes. Rewind it to the beginning so that the next person can have an easy viewing experience. Yes. That's responsibility. Yes. You don't gotta do that when you're on Netflix. Nah. You don't even have to type nothing in. Nah. These kids didn't even know how to spell because of spell check. <laughs> I gave my sister that laptop. She used to use using her phone. She said, does this thing have spell check? <laughs> I said, I think I think you was right. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know it's very difficult. Like I said, they have the world at their fingertips. It's just the fact that what also they have at their fingertips is so much convenience. I mean, some things are so convenient that you don't really have to know anything anymore. It's kind of just like how good are you are you at looking up? Them, you know what I'm saying? So even um, my friend who's a, who's in medical school, she was like half the um, half the work of being a doctor is knowing how. And where to look things up so like you know as you continue being a doctor information will grow and change and and you know things will change on you so what you really need to know is how to research and, and how to find the right answers to the questions that you might have now you don't necessarily learn from that process because you're, you're taking in information once and then you're kind of just regurgitating it and then you're throwing it away so if i were to ask my little sister who is nelson mandela she might look him up once she might regurgitate it to me, and then she might just throw it away message. Whereas, if you read a book, or, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know where we learn about this stuff. It Books. Makes, maybe I remember, I saw him Michael Max, I read his, read his autobiography. Facts. And I, I guess you're right. I just feel like that's probably what stuck with me. 
just reading it in, in book form, in a book as opposed to looking at the reading off a Wikipedia page, which is probably inaccurate. <laughs> Anyways, right. so it, the Wikipedia just doesn't stick with you as much. Right. It's so insane. Is there's a difference? I hate talking like this because I remember. Uh, I, I mean, remember back when we were in high school and there was like. Okay, you're gonna need five sources for your next paper, and then and three of them have to be books from the library. I'm like, fuck you! I can find this shit on the internet. But really, it's probably was better that I read that shit in a book. But man, a book is a thousand websites. <laughs> Yo, can somebody uh, is that is that <laughs> somebody get a shirt on that son? A picture is worth a thousand words. A book is worth a thousand websites. Wow! Strike that! Strike that from the tape, dude. Wow! Strike that from the tape. <laughs> strike it from the tape. Yes. That was bar, son. Uh, that was a bar. That was a little bar. That was a good bar. That was a good Thank bar. you. I appreciate that. Oh man. Well, fuck the kids. <laughs> They'll be alright. Shit. As long as you got your phone and your Google next to you, you're gonna be fine. Hopefully, they learn how to be. Decent human beings to one another, you know what I'm saying? When in doubt, Wikipedia. <laughs> when in doubt, Wikipedia. Oh, I mean, I say go to Wikipedia. Go to Wikipedia and scroll down to the sources. <laughs> you, you know you know what Wikipedia is not going to help me with? What? Fake niggas. <laughs> Fake niggas. Kyler. Kyler, you in your bag, son. You in your bag. Am I? Are you in your bag, Am son? I in my bag? Are you in your bag? Dimitri, do I have to remind you of the story that you told me? On the on the, our on our way here to the studio. Okay, no, we're not gonna talk about that. No, <laughs> we're not gonna talk I'm about that. About, no, 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 no. I'm, oh, not about, I'm not talking about what you think I'm talking about. I'm talking about niggas who only hit you up for certain reasons or niggas. Oh who, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking I'm about, talking about fake friends or or I mean I'm, I'm using the uh, what is this that I'm doing with my hands. Air quotes. Air quotes. I'm using air quotes around friends because these niggas is not really your friends. And, and, but the crazy thing is, anybody can be fake depending on somebody's expectations. So really, some, niggas have called me fake. Niggas have called me fake because I didn't hit them up. And that should be, <laughs> that should be blowing me. That oh, be blowing man. Me. Because sometimes they'll be like, Ky- oh, Kyle, when you was around and you didn't say shit to me? Son, I don't know you like that, son. I don't even, I don't even, we're not even cool like that. And your, your expectations, this is what happened, your expectations was too oh, high for me. Your expectations was like, oh shit, you know, I, you know, kind of probably going to hit me up once a week. No, dickhead. Talk about once a month. How about that? Or when I see you. How about that? And then you want to call me a fake. So niggas sometimes have a, a bad definition of friends. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that front. I mean, the thing is. You got to set up your friends right. The thing with me is that, I mean, damn, I don't really, this is going to sound bad to all the listeners, but if I'm not romantically interested or I'm interested in fornicating (laughs) with you to some capacity, I'm not going to be really hitting you up on the regular. You know what I'm saying? Somebody call the police (laughs) on this potential sexual Obviously, no, no, no. Fuck that! You're not, you're not gonna misinterpret what I'm misconstrue what I'm saying. This nigga, did this nigga just say? And you know, please comment if this is what you hear him say as well. Did this nigga just say, "I'm not talking to you 
if, we, if I'm not trying to fuck, yes or no? Comment in the comment section. Nigga, you told me you told me you agree with that statement, son. Did I? Did I you did that? say that. This is what I'm saying. You <laughs> said. Don't back out now. Don't oh, fold. Don't fold, son. Did I did I say I agree with that? This is what I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I mean, well, you even did. If, even you if, agreed to it, but it was a, it was a, on a different context. Even if we're fucking, that doesn't give you the right. That doesn't. It's all about expectations, right? And if you, even if we're fucking, that doesn't give me the right to expect. Uh, Something from you that I didn't communicate to. For example, if we're fucking, I don't care if we're fucking or not. If you're, if we're, if I'm fucking a girl and she comes up to me and says, "Man, we haven't talked in you know three days, and we didn't set up the expectation that we haven't, we were supposed to talk every day," then guess what? I guess uh, I, I, it wasn't me being fake. It was us not having clear expectations from our relationship. So, you know. I don't care. If we're, I don't care if we're fucking. I don't care if we're. I'm not, I'm not gonna say married. <laughs> that's, that's different. That, that comes with certain expectations. Nah, you can't. But nah. in a relationship, too, best friends. You know, I have best friends that I call once a week or once every two weeks, and some people don't think that's enough, and some people think that's too much. But some nah, people will call enough. you a fake or a flake because you. You know, your friends with them, or your, your friendship with them is different than what they with them. Anybody who has ever said, anybody who ever be like, oh, you're fake, not really my friend. So, first and foremost, we're great acquaintances. We can be, you know, we can be professional friends or whatever. We can be colleagues, whatever. We can have a great conversation. You can have great times together. Well, we're not really friends. Yeah. I mean, but... Even for well, I don't even have time for that. I mean, to be honest with you, like the thing with me is that you know I definitely do agree. I think people's expectations is what kind of creates conflict. Mm-hmm. Conflict when it comes to you know when you start accusing people of being fake and stuff like that. My whole thing, this why the way I deal with relationships with people is that number one, I never expect anything from other people. That I don't expect from myself, meaning that I'm not the type that's gonna call you and text you every single day. Here's the problem with that: some people uh, expect from themselves and a lot, so they'll be like, "Man, like I, you know, I do all this for you, I do all that for you," and then they expect from you what they expect from themselves, and that leads to problems. So a lot of girls will be like this, they'll be like this, you know, I helped you with this, I did that, and this is just your friends, and they'll be like, why aren't you doing the same for me, why aren't you reciprocating? And you hold yourself to a different standard than I hold myself. So just because you did that for me doesn't mean that I'm going to feel like I have to do that for you in order to maintain a, a great friendship. Now if you say, this is what I need from you. In order to maintain a great friendship or relationship, I can say, okay, I can do that. Or I can say, okay, I can't do that. But if you expect me to do those things without telling me what I need, you know, telling me what you want, it's probably not going to work. And that's when you got niggas talking about, oh, you flaky, oh, you never talk to me, shit like that. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Well, I think I think you have to acknowledge too. People have to acknowledge is. I feel like it's kind of detrimental at the same time to focus too much of your energy on the thoughts and behaviors of other people. I mean, my theory, my theory is that is this like as far as you, my man, right? Right. So it, it don't matter if I speak to you. I'm always. I'm first of all. I'm always. You know, I agree that there's certain, you know, things you should try to remember about certain people when it comes to maintaining relationships. You should. You should. I, I should call you on your birthday. You should call me on my birthday. We should maintain a section. You know, wish each other well on holidays and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but you know. I, I, I can't talk to you every day. Man. I can't expect you. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. I can't expect. I can't talk to you every day, because it's not even the fact that I don't want to talk per se. You know, I just feel like there's other shit we have to do. We have to do. That's a fact. Like, but but even if even if Thanksgiving came and went and you didn't say nothing to me, I feel like. It wouldn't be fair of me to be like, oh, all of a sudden you're different. All of a sudden, because I oh never, for sure yeah you, because we never established we never established that yeah oh yeah, yeah you know I just want to keep it you mm-hmm. know I just want you to say happy birthday to me. It's nice, but I never said nothing like that. Now I do want shit. <laughs> now when when the holidays do come around, I, just, I, you know, I do feel nice to my nice. Let's get a nice little shout out. Oh man. Uh, my birthday's coming up. I'm a Cancer. Uh, anybody who wants to send gifts. Shout out to the Cancers. Uh, we're accepting posts. You're a Cancer, kind of? Kind of? Yeah. You know, throw the woman out there, I'm a Cancer. You know, <laughs> I work well with everybody. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, 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 uh, I flow like the water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I'm chill like the ocean. You know what I'm saying? What were we talking about? No, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know where you going with this. Big friends. Big friends. Big friends. Big friends. Real friends. How many others? How many others? I don't know. There's just so many times where, like, people are disappointed with how their friends like act, and they just never really think about the establish. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I I do agree that there's certain points where, I mean, I, you know. People be asking me, man. No, no, no. but but no, no funny shit, real shit. Thing I learned in life, the thing that I used to, you know, even me, I used to be upset about, but I kind of learned to push those feelings aside. Is you know, very there's very few relationships that are, you know, equal. There's always this is a hot take. I don't right. know that this is there's a hot always take. you know. That at certain, I'm not saying it's and it's dynamic. It's always changing. Like mm. there may be a certain time where I'm more invested in the, into a friendship, and there's the times where you are more invested into the friendship. Um, this, this goes the same for relationships, dating or being married. I mean, there are certain points where the, that one party is more interested in the other. There's times where you know both parties may not be interested at the moment. So, this is that, but you should never, you should never take things personal to the point where you gotta, you know, 
Because here, here's the thing, you know, some of my, I have friends I talk to very frequently. I have mm-hmm. friends that I don't talk to very frequently. Mm-hmm. But, and, but here, and this is why I think that we need to make a distinction between friends and acquaintances. Acquaintances is like harsh, but but it's reality. It's reality. You can't you can't call everybody your friend. Like you know, I wouldn't call somebody a friend. Somebody that I just text every now and then, right? Or whatever. Like a friend is somebody that you know, you know, we will talk, but at, at some point we're gonna meet face to face. Uh, we talk about. You know, real personal stuff like that. You know, we share, you know, things beneath the surface that you don't share with other people. And it's just, I know people like to, you know, you know. Everybody works, I think everybody works uh, better, everybody works more efficiently when they know exactly where they stand. Where they stand. If you, if you know where you stand, then you can operate with more um, uh, confidence. If you know where you stand, then you can, then, so like, if I know I'm your friend, and that's a, if that made a word to me, and we're like, yeah, man, we're like, we're great friends, like, you know, whatever, let's, you know, let's, let's keep in, in contact, let's, let's make sure that we do something, something, something like that. Something like that. Then, I can act confidently in planning, I can act confidently when I, you know, talk to you, when I call you, when I, things like that. If I'm your acquaintance, I can act confidently when I hit you up every once in a while, and, and, you know, every once in a blue moon and be like, hey, you know, just checking in on my acquaintance. I can confidently do that without thinking, man, are they going to think, you know, why hasn't he talked to me or something like that? And are they going to think that I'm fake? No, because we know that we're acquaintances. You know, if, if everybody knew where they stood, it would be way easier to just be like, to reach out and talk, you know, you could use this to your event. Are right, you acquaintances with this girl? All right, it's, it's, you can just reach out to her and be like, what's up, hey, you know, just say hi, I'm just checking in on you, seeing what's good. You can act confidently and knowing that you weren't supposed to be there for something that you missed or something like that. Cause she thinks that you, you, you're like, uh, more important to her than you are or something, or you, you, you know, the whole fleet is just, you know, is left out front. But it's very, it's difficult. Communication what's is your, difficult. What's your definition of being flaky? Like, what My is that? My definition of being flaky is when you say you're one thing and then you're not that thing. So, for example, if, if you say you're on your way and you're not on your way. Or <laughs> if you say you're my friend and you're not my friend. Or if you say, you know, I like your jokes. <laughs> and then really you're talking shit about me. On my back or something. That's, a that's what you're saying. I see. What <laughs> that's true. That's true. Or you know, I just Some niggas, some people, some people will be like, they'll say to me, man, you know, 
I just feel like we don't hang out enough, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, that's cool, thanks for establishing it. But what I don't want you to be as upset with me right now, because you never established that we should have hung out so often before. And in order for us like in order for us to move forward, like, alright, cool, like just let me know what you need from me and I can give you that. Or I could not give you that. And we can go from there. Right. But don't 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 get mad at me off jump. <laughs> That's dumb. Facts. That is dumb. That's dumb. You wanna be dumb? That's dumb, my opinion. You wanna be dumb about it? Let's be dumb. I don't got too many niggas like that in my life. Nah. Yo. Uh <laughs> you got the niggas that keep asking you to play basketball and nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> they be hitting up each like it, like and mind you, they really don't even talk like that. Like they don't even they just be straight up like not talking for months. And they don't sometimes it, I don't think they even live in the same area, but I heard of Meech just because he's black, and I'll be like, bro, <laughs> and really it's racist. It's racist. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say the you know. No, no, I'm not gonna say the name. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, let's uh, let's play some ball. And I'm like, son, niggas is trash. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's nice, but you don't hit me up for nothing else. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really engage that. It's, it doesn't sound that bad when you say that loud, but it's just something dumb about it. Like, nah, it's, it's like, just little things. It, it, well, again, there's a difference between friends and acquaintances, and I mean, I just when it comes to my friends, like my actual friends, like I actually make time for my friends, and. You know, my, my whole theory and the reason why I don't stress about relationships with people trying to, you know, because at the end of the day, if, if it's a real friendship, then, you know, I won't have to think so much. I won't have to force anything. It'll just be, it'll come, it comes like natural. You know what I'm saying? You don't have and to. I feel like that's a problem too. I mean, especially when people start assuming like, oh, well, you know, it's natural for uh, friends to, you know, uh, support friends in these specific ways. Like, like for example, like somebody might think, oh, it's natural for friends to, um, you know, talk about each other's problems and and like try to like figure out solutions together. But some, for some people, that might not be natural. For some people, that might be like, uh, nah, I don't, I don't like to talk to people about that. I'll just figure it out myself. No, I agree. Everybody has the, the but that, that was what you were saying before when you said that you should make things clear. I know that, you know, I know, I know that some people, who like, like you said, they, they like to talk about their problems. They like to share. You know their problems with you <laughs> with the crazy thing every somebody who does that and then when you don't do that they get all offended <laughs> that's exactly it that's exactly it that's exactly it like i don't understand yeah, like, like Kyle, you don't have no problems yeah i feel like son I, i'm just not that guy that we're talking yeah. about you know what i'm saying yeah i'm just not you know i'm just not that guy yeah so definitely i i said i agree with you on that front uh you know you know okay assumptions Assumptions really well, not assumptions, but expectations and shit can really um, make a, a situation interesting. 
What? The first date. <laughs> the first date. The first date when it comes to the, you know, especially if it's like a, uh, no, any really first date, who pays for it? And all the chivalry, foolishness. Who pays for the first date? You know what I think? I think whoever, uh, and this this comes from my friend, from my friend Gino from New York. He was like, whoever asks the person on the date, whoever asks for the other person's time, should pay. So if a girl asks you out, and then they expect you to pay for that first date, that's that's wild. That's out of pocket. I agree. <laughs> that's out of pocket. I agree. But that'd be, that's what be happening. And a lot of girls will ask me out in ways that's not like asking. They'll be like, oh, when are we going to go out? Type of shit. Oh, when are we going to hang out? Type of shit. Oh, can you know. And, and I'm like, all right, bet. Like, that's basically you asked me for something, so let's you know let's let's make it happen. Let's talk about that. And then you wanna you wanna make it seem like I'm supposed to pay. You know, and this is the thing. Feminists, women want everything to be equal. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> when it benefits them, they don't want to be equal. Vis-a-vis <laughs> paying on the first date. Oh well, that's just something a guy should do. Don't talk to me about what a guy should do and what a guy shouldn't do when we're trying to break down stereotypes and fight uh, gender norms and roles. Come on, son. Don't talk to me about don't talk to me about what a guy should do that. And then Yo, turn around I just and say, say that you want, you know, equal this and equal that. Let's equally pay, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just want to say I put a little disclaimer out there. Um, I did not subscribe to the words that uh, my co-host oh, has <laughs> spoken in this podcast. Come I don't know what he's talking son. about. You have to have an opinion I about support this. support what? Like, nah, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I just, I just, you know, I just think it's crazy how uh, the things women be asking niggas to do. And, you know, and then the things that they be expecting men to do. Who should ban the first date? I mean, honestly, you want my honest question? Yeah, that's my question. I don't care. <laughs> because the reason why I say I don't care is because I just think that society we live in, I just think that, I think that chivalry is dead. Whoa, chivalry not dead. I think it's dead, son. Chivalry not dead. Because, listen, you if you, okay, no, no, you hear me out. Because in this day and age, certain things that was considered chivalrous, you know what we consider that now? What? Thirsty. For example. Ooh. For example. Ooh. Hear me out. Hear me out. I like it. You like that. You like where I'm going. You like where I'm going. Think about it. Okay, so you're going out. Okay, you're trying to pursue um, a woman, right? Mm-hmm. What was, what? what is the class, what's a way to kind of express your because you're opening car doors right you're you're laying your jacket down okay we're going somewhere we're going somewhere you're opening uh regular doors okay keep going you're paying on the first date okay we'll be out of that keep going Uh, 
what is something that what's a way to kind of convey your affection without because I'm a Gemini so convey your affection without saying too much yes Smacking on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it back. Listen, I, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Now we gonna have now we gonna have somebody calling. We're the, getting sworn by police right now. Now, <laughs> oh man, my future, my future's over, isn't it? Now we now we gonna have a me too story. Somebody gonna find this. Everybody gonna find this. Oh, oh man, it's unacceptable. All right, come on, man. What? What is? What's the way? Just give me the answer. I'm not, not giving me answer. I feel like you get it close. What? I, this is a classic example. Classic example. What? 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 Uh, what's a way of kind of conveying your feelings without the Rapunzel, saying, so. Rapunzel, let down Okay, all right, fucking nigga, you get some flowers. You get some flowers. Ah, uh, you get the flowers. Oh my god, I think you're saying Rapunzel. What the fuck? You talking about Rapunzel, nigga? Okay, what the fuck? Okay. All right, flowers. So, so you, what you're about to say is that flowers are corny. I'm yeah. What I'm saying is, in the past, probably if you gave a woman flowers or whatever, usually she'd just be flattered by it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you give a woman flowers, they gonna, they gonna call you back. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah. What you gonna call it? I mean, that's a whole different conversation. That's a bit, that's a conversation about. How nice is too nice. Yeah, but if, even if it's not flowers, you just open the door and shit like that. Sure. Uh, you complimenting a woman on her appearance or whatever. And that now, works. obviously, if it's not suggested. Complimenting people is always, should, uh, is a lot, not always, but a lot of times is taken well. It depends. I just feel like nowadays. You don't just don't be fake. You're just lurking. No. I just feel like nowadays you can't be as chivalrous as you were in the past, in previous years, because it's a different kind. It's it's it's, it's viewed from a different lens. It's viewed as being thirsty. So crazy, I don't really, I don't really care <laughs> who pays for chivalry. Who pays is not, for what? Chivalry is not dead because chivalry, I feel like, is just an extension of uh, gender roles, and so. You know, as per gender rules, chivalry always has to do with the man is stronger than the woman, right? And so we can't say that nowadays. So <laughs> for chivalry, you can't say that nowadays. But chivalry has to do with you know, oh, men open the door for a woman because the man is you know stronger, or whatever the man you know should do it, or men pull out the seat because the woman you know is dainty and she needs to you know sit down correctly and be pushed in. And the man should walk, you know, closer to the street because if a man gets hit by a car, he'll survive. But if a woman gets hit by a car, she won't. Shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think that is necessarily dead because I hope what woman doesn't want like a strong like dude like to, to you know protect and shit like that. And you know, nah, do they want a strong chivalrous dude? There's, no, 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 no. There's, uh, there's a new chivalry now. The new chivalry is. You know, can you defend me, my honor, in a in an argument, in a fight? You know, at the bar, at the bar. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely not dead. Chivalry? I don't know. If chivalry is dead. All I know is I'm not paying on that day. Well, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna pay on the first day. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna say you know, 
I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's cool to just assume that. So like, maybe you could, you could be like, bro, uh, you, you could be like, oh, you want to split it? Uh, that's a great question to ask. I might shoot you down. I might say sure, but you not being able to split it and not being willing to split it—that's a bad sign. Or like if, you're, if we're sitting there and you know you don't even <laughs> you don't even go for your wallet, I'm like come on, son. But whatever, I'll take it in stride. And then I mean, imagine when it's the second date and she says I'm not going. Are you insane? Are you crazy? I, I, I mean, I, I do agree with you. I feel like the person that, I mean, usually for me, is if I ask you to hang, if I ask a girl to hang out, a woman to hang out, um, I, 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 most time I'll, I'll make an effort to pay for it. The first time? I mean, I just, I will. If you, and, and, and really almost that doesn't make sense. Well, Here's the thing. I don't really go on too many. I, don't, I try date not to dates. date. <laughs> Say it again. Date dates. Date dates. Well, unless like, I'm uh, getting some. Unless I'm getting some. Like dinner and the movie dates. Right. It's more like I knew you from hanging out for a while. And then we just. Yeah. We I just. I don't like, really spend too much time. I mean, if it. After a certain time, like. I may. If we not. Can I just say. <laughs> If I'm not, if we're not, if is this, we're not, is this, is this not already an explicit podcast? <laughs> Say the words. I just like if I'm not getting any pussy. <laughs> if I'm not getting any pussy, that's not the word I want you to say. If I'm not, <laughs> get this shit off the air. <laughs> that's not what I. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, if we're not having, if we don't have any type of, you know, we don't come to some whatever. I'm not even that about having sex. Okay, is that better? Is that, is that better? Uh, if no. we don't, if we, it's not, if if there's no like, if I see it's not going anywhere, I'm not gonna make an effort to try to, you know, keep it going, or but whatever. I've 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 been successful. I've had some success paying for the bill, not paying for the bill. Small. I told you that story that one time. What's Remember? Going? Remember, I, I, uh, I split the bill mm-hmm. with the with the chick. And this is the first day. <laughs> <laughs> the first day. Oh, okay. I split the bill, so the first day, okay. and then she said, "Yo, you want to come? Ho- you want to come over?" I was like, "Bet." You know what I'm saying? Nice. So, now you, you you obviously at this point risks putting yourself in a serious friend zone position by splitting the first. I did. And that's okay. I did. That's a gamble you were willing to take. I did. And it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It worked out, son. We had some moves that night. <laughs> I missed this some moves be, that night. This might be a new moves podcast. Uh, yeah. We still make some moves. We make some moves every now and then. So. I just think... Another thing we should probably add to this discussion is... Another reason... What are we talking about? We're talking about sugar exactly. I mean, we're talking about who pays in the place for the first date. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Right? It goes back to we're talking about expectations. Yeah. So, most people, well, there's a reason most 
Okay, at the same time, right? Right. So, whereas if some women expect the man to pay for the date, there's some women who don't feel comfortable with the man paying for the date because they feel that there's some expectations of submission once that happens. So that's like the flip side uh, of the discussion. There's, there's some women that don't like the man to pay for that. Right. Because they, they feel like you're not just paying for the date. You're paying for me. Yes. You're paying for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying. I'm about to get my way. Yes. Exactly. Have a two-way yeah, exactly. Burger King. <laughs> I take you to Wendy's. Yo, you did not say Burger King. And son. then I'm getting them pinched. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of, uh, I'm going to say that when it comes to um, drinks, too. Like, they'll be like, yeah, I don't, well, you know, a lot, some girls say that, but they don't stick to that. Right. Oh, yeah, I don't like guys that pay for my drinks. Yeah, all of a sudden, when you're thirsty in the club, who you, uh, what you going to do? You're going to go over to the bar, you're going to stick your butt out, and you're going to wait for somebody to offer you a drink. Oh, yeah. And you're going to try to leave that nigga in the bar. Not only that, you're gonna try to get to pay for your friends' drinks. You're gonna try to get pay for your friends' drinks, the audacity. Uh, the audacity. And then you're gonna leave that thing at the bar? Yeah. And you want equality? How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean I mean the thing with me is I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll practice chivalry or whatever, but at the same time it's also it's just between being chivalrous just for the sake sake of being chivalrous or being uh, chivalrous with expectations. I feel like being chivalrous with expectations. Is what do you mean? Talk, talk to me more about being chivalrous with expectations. Expectations meaning that, that yeah. I don't expect. Now, if I if I pay for you, mm-hmm. you don't have to give me pussy. No. I'll be perfectly fine after that. I'm going to ask you to hang out again. Yo, we have to cancel this we thing. Throw the whole thing out, right? That's <laughs> Throw the whole thing out. Oh, if okay. this airs, please. Nah, I'm just saying that that doesn't that doesn't happen 100% of the time. Maybe maybe 90% of the time. I'm not just like asking you to hang out again. But that's okay. We Jeez. can still be cool. We can still be cool. Nah, I would say I would say I give you two chances. Really, I mean, it depends on. It's all about the expectations. Why am I taking? Listen, if we set up the expectation of. I'm trying to fuck you. I'm trying to fuck you. Why am I taking you out of home? If we really see, um, and let me just spill some um, water, but it's all good. Oh, your laptop is safe. My laptop is safe. Um, if I'm setting up the expectation of I'm trying to fuck, why? I mean, we might. Why? I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily think that we need to pull a patty cake and you know dance around the subject and. Have me take you out somewhere, and then you stop over for Netflix and all that. You know what I'm saying? Let's be adults about this shit. But let's 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 cut. You know, if you wanna, if you want that type of relationship, talk to me about that too. But let's be adults about what we want. Right. Right. You know what right. I'm right. Right. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, what was I gonna say? But here's the thing. Men and women are very different. Oh. Meaning that men, sure I think women are more shallow than men. And that's, I, listen, I, 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 no. Hot take. 
We really cannot hear this podcast. We really can't hear this shit. But anyways, let me just not say that. Let me say this between men and women is that men, you know, we're not afraid to admit that fact, right? What fact? Like, we're not afraid to go after what we want. Like, if, if we want... If all you want is like, if you if you want sex, if women thought like men, they're just like, what you just say? You just be like, all right, let's, let's do it, fuck it. <laughs> like there are plenty, of, they, but yeah, women but, are more reluctant to do. Women are more reluctant to do but that. But they, they still some some still do that. Some still do that, but it's not it's not yeah. That's not really the norm. The only problem with men doing that is that they set your expectations for something different. So a nigga will creep up on you, and he'll be like this. Oh yeah, we can, you know, we can be wholesome. We can do this. We can do that. And then those are the expectations he sets. And then y'all will fuck. In addition to some of those things, maybe. And then he'll be like, oh yeah, that's really all I want. And that's when people start getting confused. That's when people start getting. <laughs> no, upset. but what I'm trying to say is, it can't be. It's not going to be what to what we we would like because we don't like to feel like. Prostitutes. Um, Meaning that, I mean, in some weird way, I just think that by you courting, doing a lot of that, that just makes them um, feel better. Right. Or more important, rather than just. Oh, and that's why you're saying that, that women are more shallow because they. Because they need. Those kind of tricky, you know, they need those kind of flowery things yes. on top in order to feel confident yes. in making a decision about uh, the relationship with you. Yes, they don't just need the relationship; they need the they need the flowers and the cherries on top. Yeah, like yeah. one thing one of my um, uncles told me one time, which kind of makes sense. Is, this can't be good. It's probably it's not good. <laughs> you have to you have to strike that from the podcast. Advice from advice from but black you know what I you know what I, I, I'm gonna filter it out and think I'm gonna say there's a lot that comes there's a lot that comes I, I'm I'm gonna give you the the filtered version and the unfiltered version. Give us a raw version. Okay, no, I'm gonna give you the filtered version first. Why why would we want? I'm gonna give it to you and I'm gonna give you the raw version just just so you know what I'm saying so. I'm gonna say people there's other considerations. There's there, there, there's other factors in addition to feeling that goes into people's decisions to enter a relationship with someone. That, that's the filtered version. You want the raw version? It's probably not that raw, but fuck it. Women are attracted to power and status. Whoa, aren't we all though? Aren't we all though? No, yes, not as much. Are. Not as much. Yes, not as are. much. I don't think so. Yes, I just think so. Everybody's attracted to power and status. Nah. Even when it comes to the friends you pick, even when it comes to you know, you might not say that you pick a woman based off of a ch- of power, but Beyonce looks way better. You know, than she would if she wasn't a singer songwriter, multi millionaire, you know, Beyonce. If you saw Beyonce in, uh, you know, working at Ross, working at Marshall's, you'd be like, man, she's like an eight. 
Everybody right now thinks she's a 10. Everybody right now thinks nah, she's a 10. Nah, I think she'd be a 9 if she worked that for us. <laughs> she worked that for us. Okay, now, nah, but but 8 to 10 is, not, is like what? That, that's not a big difference, that's right? Not a big difference. That's not a big difference. Now, ask yourself this question, right? Yeah. What if Jay-Z... <laughs> What if? Let me finish. 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 What if Jay Z was wasn't a bow tie? Well, he's a billionaire now. He's not. He wasn't a billionaire superstar rapper. What if he was Sean Carter working at UPS? <laughs> what was now? Ask yourself that question. Now, what would he go in Beyonce's eyes? What would he go go from? He go from being everybody's uh, attracted to ambition, and if he had the same ambition in that you, oh please, if he had the same, come on, son, come on, son, why are you lying, son? You know you lying, you know you captured, son. He would still be getting them UPS. Oh, son, he would still be getting them UPS girls left and right, son. Come on, son, he would still be getting them UPS girls left and right, son. We all know ugly people who who. You know, Beyonce. I don't know. I think there's many ugly niggas getting Beyonce. He's not getting Beyonce, <laughs> but everybody's attracted to ambition. That's exactly. That's a, Son, I just asked you a question. To, you're attracted to ambition. You you gotta be attracted to uh, success. No, I am attracted. To just as, just no. as much as you're attracted to success, you are you are. Uh, but okay, what am I gonna say? You're, you're with something with ambition. I, I I think you're catching on something with the ambition part, but ambition is is what? What's your definition of ambition? What's the definition of ambition? You know, somebody who who wants something has a plan for it. You know, what I'm saying they got tenacity. They they they're making moves. Right. But they, they think more of themselves than they than what they are. Right. But um, ambition implies what? A work in progress. Right. Wait a second. Right. <laughs> you might be you, you might be brilliant today. Apply. <laughs> nigga, fuck you. I'm brilliant <laughs> a lot of the time. Talk your shit, <laughs> shit man. But ambition implies a work in progress, correct? Right. So, I think us as men, that I, I think I think you actually not after we had this conversation, actually framed framed it in a better light. When you said that they were right to ambition. Now. I think us as men, now we may notice a potential uh, partner, love interest, whatever, mm-hmm. fuck buddy, whatever you would call it, right? Mm-hmm. If we notice you have ambition, you may not be at that level you aspire to be yet. You may, you may be at the bottom, right? But because you have that ambition, we're gonna rock with you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, when it comes to, you know, men who have ambition, but aren't at, they aren't at the level needed to be a, to be financially stable or a provider. You feel, you see where I'm going with this? Uh, Keep going. Keep going for the people who don't. (laughs) I'm just saying that as men, you may have an ambition. Right. But if we aren't anywhere, if we aren't there or close to the level that we aspire to be at, in the eyes of the woman, she won't. She, she 
when women are willing to be as patient as we are when it comes to certain. <sighs> are you insane? No. Yes. Patient men. Patient men. Patient. I'm gonna keep saying it until it, until, yeah. until it, I mean, we fuck up. <laughs> we fuck up, but we patient. We are not patient. We we might uh, we might accept people easier, but we we don't not not men are more patient than women in terms of like um, you know uh, trying to wait for somebody to be their best self or you know trying to encourage somebody to be a better person than they already are. I don't I think we should give women way more credit for doing that. Well women definitely do do that. And what you so are you saying that what are you saying about this whole work in progress thing? You think actually fuck that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to the power and status thing. Mm-hmm. Now women are attracted to the nigga that displays the most power and uh, has a power and status. That nigga may be the worst nigga in the, in the world. That nigga may be... That nigga may be the nigga that's cheating with multiple women or whatever, abusing the woman. But just because of the fact that he has that power and it gives him that sense of security, they'll be willing to put up with that. Mm. Then the nigga that's nice. Mm. And when we talk about being too nice, the nigga that's nice and trying to be a good partner or whatever, they will. They they rather be with the nigga that that makes them feel that 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 displays the most strength. Strength. Ah, and now we come back to uh, and now we come back to what is it? What do you call it? Being too nice. Not being too nice. What is it? Um. Uh. Something. No. What's what? Do, what do we call it when you like hold the doors open for the woman? Chivalry. Now we come back to chivalry. Chivalry is all about strength it's all about what a man should bring to the table and what a woman should bring to the table women are dangerous women need to be protected and they need to feel like they can be protected and so that's where chivalry comes in and so you know these nice niggas that you're talking about they might not give somebody the feeling of strength and protection that uh somebody who is I don't even know what, how to describe him. Not hood or anything, but kind of just. First, that's going to get into a fight with the person, somebody at the bar. Yeah, exactly. The, the worst guys. Not worse. I mean, they, they're just guys. They're just dudes. Yeah, facts. They're just different people. Yeah. They just they just offer different things. Right. And I, yeah, I can't. I definitely can't fault them for that. Even if they, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick a fight with you. Okay. I'm not gonna pick a fight with nobody. Though. Some chivalry bullshit, some, uh, yeah, some, some strength bullshit. But uh, can we just go over the reasons why I shouldn't ban on the first date? <laughs> can we just? I know we gotta do, we gotta go too deep with it. I facts. Feel like. Facts. So one. I just I don't care honestly. The, the pay gap is closing. So when I start almost making <laughs> He said the pay gap is fucked. Am I being honest? You're not wrong. I just... I just am I being honest or am I being honest? Sue, so, if I don't want you to pay on the first date, that can make it feel like I'm controlling things. And really, it should be both of us, I believe. So I'm split. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't know. I don't want to be... I don't want to objectify you. I don't want to control you. 
trust clip. I mean, that's valid. That's valid. And, uh, and finally, this whole, you know, who should pay on the first date is really bullshit because there are a lot of relationships out there that aren't man-woman relationships. There are female-female relationships and male-male relationships. And... But we talking about several things, several other things, mm-hmm. and in those relationships, who pays? They split it, and why do they split it? Because that's the right thing to do. So <laughs> should a man and a woman be any I different? think I don't think that's entirely correct. Come on, son. Why would they, why would if a, if a two lesbians are going out on a date, they split the bill? Do they not? I don't. And why do they split the bill? Because that that's the only thing that makes sense. Son, I just don't think that you can just conclude that's the norm. They split the bill. I'm sure there's situations where one partner son. pays more than the other son. I, mean, I don't think you yeah, can't sure. just conclude. I'll think the movies you pay for the popcorn, but that's still a form of Son, play. no, I bet you there's something that to be like, yo, I'm going to treat you. And boom, I treat but it's you. But it's not based off of chivalry. Or it's not based off of chivalry. Like, you know, men I mean, yeah. But you can't use chivalry ideology. in the context of, of those relationships. But it's kind of like the whole men bring home the bacon ideology of the whole, like, the men is a provider. Right, but I don't think you can use that in the context of same sex. I think we're talking about chivalry. But if we use the same sex uh, dates as an <laughs> ideal, as an ideal. Oh come on, man! <laughs> they should be. It's gonna be difficult. <laughs> I mean, I, it's already difficult for me because I'd be like, bro, I'm not buying. I'm not necessarily buying you a drink at this bar. That's the real deal. I never did that. Videos. I never did that shit before. In my life, and we, but I mean, listen, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, talking about who pays for the first date. Listen, if you, as a man, if you feel like it's your duty to pay for the meal, rethink it. Rethink it. Obviously, just rethink the reasons for you doing it now. If you think you're gonna pay for it with the expectation of, uh, yeah, I don't want to say it like that, but I don't know what else to say. Be being clean, fuck it. We said so much shit. I'm just gonna say it. If you go, if you gonna pay with expectation of pussy, I, I I think you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do it. But if we just be the title of this episode is gonna be this shouldn't have aired. This shouldn't have. Been. <laughs> we shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have done this. Oh man, are we just being chivalrous for the sake of being chivalrous because you feel like that's a duty of a man? You didn't know for it. But at the same time, we should, we shouldn't just, I agree with you, we shouldn't just assume the man has to pay for the first date. We should, you should see if the partner, if the woman is willing, whatever she want to do. Now, team effort, team effort yeah. yeah. Don't just assume it's the duty of the man, just to see what the woman wants. Now, if you offer to pay, and the woman says, that is my favorite thing to do when you kind of broke and don't have nobody. When you try to, you know, when the you know, when the bill comes, you'd be like, oh, don't worry about this or such and such. I'll pay for it. Usually my thing is if she says, you sure? I, I can pay for it. I'll be like, all right, bet. Let's put the bill. <laughs> you just going to be like, I mean, why don't you just be like, split it. Let's split it. Let's split it. I, I, after she makes a suggestion, then I'll split it. But, yeah, that's it. Here's the thing is, I'm always going. I'm always, um, you know, if if I can't pay for both of our meals, then I'm I shouldn't be out in the first place. So if it comes down to it, then I will pay for both of our meals. But 
I'll definitely take that in consideration as well. Think about, you know, right. how was the day? And do we have the same ideals? Ideals. Are we on the same page? Facts. That's the end of the That's the heart of it. <laughs> That's the heart of it? Are we on the same page? No, right? I'm saying I, that, yeah. That's the, are we on the same page? So. It is different. It's different. It, it, and it's different for everybody. Right. And yeah, that's that's the end of the pages for you know the podcast. That's the end of the pages. It's two in the morning. Damn, we said we recorded. That's false. You cannot tell them what they what what you can't tell them what. I don't mind. You can tell them that. They need to know. They... It's two in the morning. It's late in the booth. They wanna they wanna they wanna peek into our into our, our process. Do they not? Do you not comment on? Never know who's watching. What Never know these guys are paranoid. <laughs> Look back to the episode and see. I, <laughs> I'm surprised that they use even half of their real names. Oh man! Yeah, this is why. This is why we do a podcast and not a show. Oh know. yeah. But uh, yeah, I want, God forbid we do videos. I would do it. I would do it. But I don't know if Drew's gonna do it. No, no, Drew's not for it. Drew's <laughs> not for it. Drew has aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, thanks everybody for listening for the last, you know, few weeks. Yeah, yeah. We were really trying to pump these things out for the summer, uh, trying to grow as fast as possible. And, um, you know, we got to thank everybody for keep clicking and, and sharing with their friends. So, you know, spread the word. No moves. No moves is on the move. Anything else to say, Mitch? Nah. No who's on the move. I like that. Facts. Merch coming soon. Take that, take that, take that. <laughs> and we out. We out.